Hey, DJ Fluck here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Stadium Scene TV's main event. This is 10 Minutes With where we're going to feature our partners across the StadiumScene.tv network and do a quick 10-minute chat with them to talk about what they do, how they got to where they are today, and share some of their wisdom. So our first guest today is a longtime friend of the show. You've heard him on our original podcast before. Please welcome Ralph Schudel. Everyone's favorite guest is here. Oh, it's Ralph. It's okay. I created him. It's fine. <laughs> Listen as he brings his expert commentary. We've, we've talked too much. We're like two old ladies here. Ralph. That's pretty dang cool. Shoot out. Oh, thanks. Oh, man. The studio audience is, is really oh, lively today. Oh, wait. Oh, crap. Wake up, studio audience. Oh, uh, are they sleeping right? They're in quarantine, too. There we go. There they are. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. The remote virtual studio audience. We're in the bunker today. We, we forgot to tell everybody we're, we're live in the bunker right now. Yes. I mean, at least I can see that it's sunny outside above my head, but, you know, it doesn't really matter beyond that because... We're, we're still stuck in quarantine for who knows how long, and you know, we're trying to make the best of this. So anyway, yes. I forgot to start the timer. Awesome. <laughs> this, <laughs> we're off to the, a great start. The, the first episode of 10 Minutes with maybe 12 minutes or seven, or I don't know. Who knows? Plus so, or minus. Anyway, so Ralph, tell us about what you do in the sports publication world. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, I would say some would tell you a master of none. But uh, I'm a freelance writer and photographer with many different assignments. You'll see me on uh, the SB Nation blog, Massive Report, which covers Columbus Crew SC. 
I also uh, work for a company called International Soccer Network, where I am stationed with the United States Women's National Team from time to time. And uh, I work for a website here in Columbus, Ohio called Columbus Wired, which handles a lot of the sporting events that happen within Central Ohio, namely Ohio State Athletics. So that's uh, really fun. And I am also a uh, sports information intern and a uh, brand manager. Uh, firstly, the uh, sports information intern uh, for the whole University of Ohio Dominican University here in Columbus, which is an NCAA sanctioned Division II academic institution. And I am the brand manager for the Ohio Dominican women's soccer team, which uh, competes at the Division II level in the Great Midwest Athletic Conference, otherwise known as the GMAC. You know, when you, you first got started at Ohio Dominican and said ODU, I'm like, wait, Old Dominion's in Ohio? And then I realized, <laughs> oh, okay, apparently there are other schools that have the ODU initials. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, what are they? They're even, what, the Monarchs? I, I don't know. I also know so- it's a trucking company. <laughs> <laughs> it really is but they as far as i know they have no affiliation with the school no they they do not but for some reason i always think of the trucking company and then i think of cracker barrel but I, i'm not too sure why i think those two are synonymous but for anybody out there that has been exposed to cracker barrel or ever has had cracker barrel it's a fantastic breakfast it is. It, I, yes, I will vouch for that. But not the Cracker Barrel cheese that you find in the grocery store, which actually has no. nothing to do with Cracker Barrel, the restaurants. No, it was very much, let's see what we can slap our logo on and sell it as Cracker Barrel. Although I've heard before, this is going all the way off topic already, and we're allegedly two minutes and 30 seconds <laughs> in, plus a minute or two. But I heard allegedly that the Cracker Barrel restaurant actually pays, I think it's Kraft, for the license to use Cracker Barrel because apparently the Cracker Barrel cheese had the license first, which mm-hmm. blows my mind because I would, you know, I think Cracker Barrel, I think of the restaurant, not the cheese you buy in the grocery store. But hey, you know what? That's the law for you. Teach to each their own i suppose i could be making that up too but yeah this is the internet so uh, this is the internet anything goes nowadays so it doesn't really matter it's not like we're journalists or we have to tell the truth now. as long as you say allegedly in my opinion (laughs) yeah yeah. i I agree anyway back to the the topic so you've you've covered both professional and college teams what's the biggest difference between covering a professional team versus a college team I think when you come out into the professional arena, a lot of folks are conditioned to have that mindset of like a warrior mentality, right? So I've had the privilege of talking to Julie Ertz, uh, players like her, Carly Lloyd. Uh, if we talk a little bit more on like a major league level, you know, if we go to the NHL, I've talked to a player like, uh, God, what's his name? Artemi Panarin. Sorry, I was having a brain fart there. Uh, you have these players that have warrior mentalities, right? So they come in and they're just bred for competition. You can see that every day. I mean, let's go back to Ertz for a second. You know, you look at her, she's a just a wrecking ball. If you've ever watched the United States Women's National Team, she's just like this blonde streak that you see out of nowhere come out with like this crunching tackle or this crazy header. And that's just Julie all the time. Julie's just locked in all the time whenever she's working out and doing, you know, training or, you know, playing in a game. And when you see this in the collegiate level, I'm privileged enough uh, to work at an institution that kind of puts, you know, your classwork 
in the classroom a little bit of ahead of athletics, but that's not to be an indictment of the players on the field because the players on the field have that killer instinct as well. So you see that starting to develop and that's really cool because you see them kind of get those aha moments on the pitch. Right. Um, and they're just kind of like, Oh, I should do that. And then they see it and then they do it the next game and you see that something is stuck and you can kind of start seeing that kind of warrior mentality in them uh, each game. And that's really, really neat to see. And I think too, DJ, to that point, uh, even going up into like collegiate athletics, going from division two to division one, division one, we know, you know, coming as a Purdue guy, myself as an Ohio state guy, you know, we have really strong academic institutions, but let's not kid ourselves. These schools out there can crank out professional athletes from time, you know, yeah. a time or two. So the, those you know, guys, despite the mediocre football records over the last, you know, ever. But even if we go back to like a Drew Brees or somebody like that, you know, they're just oh, yeah. wired differently. Yeah, for sure. You know, and even now, if you look at Brees, he just got a crazy contract at the, he's the North side of 40 now. Yeah. And uh, he's got a crazy contract for his age, and he's still going to be playing at a high level for the Saints. So I, I think it's really cool to see that um, with the pro game and to listen to how seriously they apply their craft and then to go back to the college game and listen to how folks want to get to that point. So you've covered professional sports. You've been in the, in the locker room, in the, the press room for those post-game pressers you see where the, the coach doesn't want to give you answers or, you know, in, <laughs> in the classic NHL sense. Uh, how's, how's so-and-so feeling? Oh, we're going to call it upper body injury day to day. Sure. What, what's that feeling like going in there? You know, you see it on TV growing up as a kid. And then finally the one day you walked into that room and you're one of those reporters sitting there asking the questions. Like, what was that like for you the first time? I'll tell you, it was kind of a weird sense. You had to pinch yourself because you sat back and I remember this vividly. My first big real event was the 2017 Ohio State spring game and everybody in Columbus and maybe, I don't know if this is the case. I know Ohio State's very polarizing uh, across the nation, but I saw Urban Meyer walk two feet in front of me and I sat there and I go, holy crap, that's Urban Meyer. Like, like, oh my God, he's right there, you know? And I'm, and you start thinking about random things, like, or maybe it's just me, but I start thinking, man, I wonder how much like his shorts cost or like, you know, this guy's got millions of dollars. So you sit back and you go, man, I wonder what he blows it on. But then, you know, I never really had the chance to ask Urban a question because Urban is Urban and they're going to defer to older reporters and people who have been on the beat a lot longer than I have. So it was kind of interesting to... um kind of see how people navigated talking with him uh these guys come in with a very quick you know a pr strategy they talk to their press advisors or their comms advisors and you know they, they say you know we're not going to reveal too much information on what's going on here we'll give the guys a little bit of a, a little bit of a sample to keep them interested but i think the coach i had the best rapport with is uh united states men's national team now greg berhalter uh berhalter is a great great guy to talk to uh, even if it was, if you make the effort, I would tell folks out there, people particularly kind of aspiring to be in this position is if you make the effort to show that you care and you treat these folks with respect at the end of the day, they're just humans, just like you, they have a job to do. And you know, the tendency is that some folks and fans gave this to me on Twitter all the time. Why didn't you ask so-and-so why we sucked and it's like well you're not going to go up to the coach and say hey we really were bad because guess what I'm not going to be there next week asking these questions if I'm doing that so you have to go hey you know let's give an example to Burr Halter. 
Greg, you know, uh, the crew didn't play exactly too well. You maybe didn't execute as well as you wanted to with this certain game plan. What's the plan for going forward, you know, or something like that. You have to kind of dress he, it up not, a little bit. He's not going to go, well, we planned on losing today. I planned on getting the game plan wrong. You know, we thought, I mean, they, they go in there obviously thinking what they are planning is going to work. And you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't. They get it wrong. Oh, yeah. Not executed. You name it. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of one of the things. I think I the first question I ever asked, and now it's funny to think about it in retrospect because I've never really said it anywhere before. I asked Joe Burrow a question during the spring game when he was still at Ohio State, and I was very wordy, and I was incredibly wordy to the point that I went back on the tape. I still have it that it was just so cringy and it's like dude shut up like stop talking at least but he was joe burrow that nobody knew who he was at that time outside of a small group of you know recruiters in ohio state he's not joe burrow heisman trophy winner first pick in the draft most likely so you're good but still if you don't if you don't know when to shut up you're gonna get in front of a john tortorella or a (laughs) somebody and say something incredibly <laughs> stupid and then they're just going to look at you and they're going to go you know i know where i know we're on the 10 minutes thing but john tortorella <laughs> actually last season or it might have been this season now because quarantine's got my head all all screwed up uh one of the reporters forgot to put their phone on silent and he actually answered the phone and it was the oh, reporter's mom right oh that's so right. yeah you, know, you, pr- you pray that that's never you and you know thankfully it wasn't me it was one of the senior guys who'd been on the beat for a while so he was giving him a little bit of shtick but you, you even, prayed even, to god even the senior yeah, even the senior guys screw up so as yeah. we're approaching our 10 minutes actually i think we're past it whatever final question if today you could give one piece of advice to you on day one of your sports publishing journalism journey what piece of advice would that be never listen to jillian <laughs> i'm just i'm just kidding i love you jillian um no, a fun story was that she got me into this. She's kind of created me a little bit. It was her inspiration after meeting her in Columbus that kind of got this journey started. So, uh, shot, I owe her a ton. Um, and serious, I'm just kidding. I hope she listens to this, and I know I'm probably going to get a real snarky text message when I get this. But, um, no, in serious, a serious note, if I can shift gears, is, you know, if you go into it like a sponge and you're just willing to absorb – all this massive amount of data that's around you and all these inputs from people who have been there longer than you, who know how to navigate the land better than you. And you do that and you apply it and you see what works and you know, not everything's going to work for you, but when you find something that does work for you, apply it, make friends with everybody, you know, network because you never know if one day, you know, I'm seeing it today some of my friends who work for media companies are laid off right now because there's no sports. There's nothing to write about. So they've got to go talk to another publishing company and say, Hey, I want to go write about civics or I want to go write about, you know, hospital response to, you know, COVID-19. I hate to bring that dark subject into this, but you know, you want to network, but at the same token too, if we're going back on the positive side of things, if you need to get in contact with a player, if you need to get in contact with somebody who's a heavy hitter in the industry, chances are, everybody's got a pretty big Rolodex and everybody knows who to talk to. You're usually probably about two phone calls away from getting in front of who you need to talk to usually. So it's, it's always nice. Don't, you know, we're all here to have fun. It's a job. Don't take yourself too seriously, but learn and don't come in, you know, with a sense of entitlement, I guess would be the best way I would tell you. Absolutely valid advice. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap up here real quick. Plug yourself, plug your work. 
Ooh, plug, plug. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me. As we said, uh, I am on the SB Nation blog, Massive Report. That's massivereport.com. It's a cool little logo with a little hard hat on it. Uh, Columbus Wired, if you're interested, uh, nationwide people, nationwide audience, uh, if you're interested in uh, the happenings of Central Ohio Athletics and uh, Ohio Dominican University. So if uh, you, know, you want to check out the Panther lifestyle and what life's like at Division II Athletics, visit ohiodominicanpanthers.edu. And social media. Social media. Yeah, you can find me at Shudel. That's S-C-H-U-D-E-L. Hopefully DJ puts that in the description. I uh, undersc- <laughs> underscore Ralph. Uh, that's at Twitter and Instagram. So you can find me uh, in both areas there. And uh, DJ, thanks for having me and uh, not Absolutely. kicking me off Thank the platform, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Always, uh, always glad to have you, you come on and talk for a while. So wrapping this up real quick. Uh, This has been 10 Minutes with Ralph Schudel. Visit us at stadiumscene.tv. Check out our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, at stadiumscene, Instagram, at stadium underscore scene. Don't touch your face, even though I did during this episode. Wash your hands, stay at home, be safe. Get your hand sanitizer, kids. That's right. We want to see you around. So be safe, everybody. We'll take care and we'll talk to you later.